I mean, I think fans of Next would tell you that season six is where it really goes off the rails <laughs> with the misogyny and the racism and the loudness of the people <laughs> screaming. You like Daniel Tosh. You won't do what, WTF because he'd want you to be out of character. What? I heard that Daniel Tosh would, in the heyday of WTF, he wouldn't do the show because he'd have to be out of care, out of his, you know, oh, stage. Does persona. he not do like, what's going on with Daniel Tosh? Is he still around? I think technically Daniel or Tosh.0 is still a show. Wow. 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 Okay. So in the spirit of, what's up with in the spirit Tosh? of the show, I need you to say something to impress me to like stay on as the co-host of this podcast. Hey, you brought me here to this tie-dyeing camp that you have set up in the middle of a Los Angeles park. And Next. if you tie-dye with me, oh, Next. you didn't even let me get to my tie-dye pun that I was going to try and make up on the fly. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> they always went on. It's very much in the vein of 2000s MTV. Like Pimp My Ride was like, you know, we heard you liked ping pong. So we made your whole, the bed beer truck, a ping pong course course. And course. then on this, it's like, you know, they would have the stupidest dates and they were always a makeshift situations. Like, Hey, I really like dancing. So we're going to go clogging in the middle of this park in suburban Los Angeles. And like, why would anyone do this? And how would anyone do this? How would you set this up? How is this a way to meet anyone? Welcome to your inner thousand idiot, the podcast. <laughs> the podcast where we look back on things from our childhood and see if they're any good to begin with. Oh my God. Damon, why don't you do it? You do no, it. No, you did great. I think you're doing great. You're a great person. You said it with confidence. Welcome to your inner thousand idiot, the podcast where we look back on things from our childhood and see if they were any good to begin with. My name is DJ. My name's Damon. Hello. Or really look back on things from your everyday viewing, apparently. Everyday viewing? No, this isn't on, on anymore. I had to watch it 20 years ago, like the rest of America. I vaguely was familiar with this show's existence. Mm -hmm. And it has, like, it's one of those things that completely left my mind until, you're, until you said, <laughs> we should cover next. And it was like unearthing just like the corner of a cuneiform <laughs> tablet where I'm like, oh, there's something here. We have to discover... <gasps> We have to discover <laughs> this hidden artifact of stupid 2000s culture. My favorite quote from you today was, that's the bus one, right? <laughs> and I said, yes, it's different from the windowless van one, of which there was a different MTV dating show where young people were taken into a windowless van. What? Don't do that anyone that was called room raiders though you would have three people and an mtv what i assume was an unpaid intern dressed as a security guard would come into their room kidnap them put them in the back of a van with two other live young people and then a different live young person would go through each of the three people's rooms and decide who she oh, wanted to go yeah. on a date with just based on how they Based on how stinky their underwear is. And they had no idea this was happening. Yeah, that sort of thing. You had no idea this was happening when the cameras were being set up in your room? Yeah. 
And when your parents signed a waiver for you to be on the show, is that when you didn't know it was happening? I like that show because it had this weird CSI vibe where the girl would always be like, uh-oh, I'm seeing an underwear drawer, so I'm going to have to get out the room rating kit. And then she would open this suitcase that always looks like, it's the same type of suitcase that in a in like a presidential action film would have the nuclear codes okay, in like, like a metal, metal suitcase. Yeah. Had the foam insets in there cut sure. out to be the exact same. And then she would just have like pincers that you would use to pick up your underwear and she's like oh i'm seeing skid marks you uh it's a terrible show it's a terrible show let's do that one as well by the way uh, yeah i'll tell Zac you what efron was on that a young zach efron was on room raiders i'll see your room raiders and raise you singled <laughs> out because that's the one i actually want to cover Ooh, that's a good one see you should be updating the thing as well i'm sorry the spreadsheet oh, okay <laughs> a little behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes. Uh, we, use, we use some Excel spreadsheets, Microsoft software. It's actually a Google. To it's Google keep track. We can't even, oh, that's true. We're Sorry, not even no, that deep. It's a Google sheet. It's a Google sheet. <laughs> Collaborations. We're not going to get that money now. We're going to get that, that sweet uh, mis- Google money. Misnamed. Call me John Google. <laughs> the third. Did somebody come from this show? Did someone discover fame on this show or is it just some oh, random? you know what became big after this show buses just sexism <laughs> sexism and hatred towards women as usual was it always women and then dudes on the bus like women no no, no, like- no. it was it was surprisingly pretty diverse okay I may have to walk that back later, but they would have, you know, sometimes sometimes it would be heterosexual couples, so guys mm-hmm. or girls on the bus and guy and or girl respectively on the ground, on the ground. <laughs> and then sometimes there would the be uh, gay nexts, which <gasps> would sort of Gexts. always derail because if you're already sitting with five guys on the bus. Why would I, yeah, why am who I? Who cares about this other guy yeah. outside who may or may not be interesting? They weren't. Ah, oh, it's a great show. I can't wait. Now, I want to put this in a little context. This is, I think, mid-2000s. Yeah. I was just out of college, and so I was back, had boomeranged back to the parents' house and was staying up late because that was the only time I could get to myself <laughs> and watching terrible shows on MTV. Someone with more degrees than I might say I was depressed, but, <laughs> you know, what can you do? This is not long before I rescued you. Like a baby bird. (laughs) And I I said, said, come with me over to East Nashville. Come on. Come on. I'm moving into town and I need a a roommate. Is there anyone depressed living with their parents? I I need a warm body that can pay half of the rent. Fly, young Damon. (laughs) Years later, of course, after studying under my tutelage for half a decade. Of course. Then I could fly on my own Mm -hmm. like an eagle into the future. So you didn't watch any next... I must have seen an episode here or there, probably from 2000, I don't know which year exactly, but from somewhere around late 2005 to when I moved in and rescued you from mm-hmm. of course. near death. <laughs> this keeps getting more dramatic. I lived it with- It wasn't flowers in the attic. They let me <laughs> leave my room. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I mean, surely at some point you said, oh, I wonder if MTV's, it's late enough for MTV to be playing music videos yet. And you'd go over there like, nah, it's the fucking bus show. Oh, it's Aeon Flux. I went too far the other way. During those years, I lived with my dear, dear friend, Amy Legrand, and she is unabashedly a a fan of trash TV. And so through her and through my other friend, Natalie, I discovered some of these shows that I had heretofore, I wouldn't say been completely unaware of, but just been like, that's 
dumb and they are dumb, but also <laughs> I sort of discovered the joy of coming home late from a gig or just like chilling. We had a deal. Chilling. Amy yeah. and I did. Like Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pokemon, <laughs> go watch some trash TV. <laughs> We had a deal oh. Amy did. She worked at a restaurant and so very exhausting things. And I was like playing guitar and teaching guitar. So she had a much harder job. Sitting on stools, I imagine. Me? Yeah. When you were playing guitar, no, you'd I sort stand. of be on a stool. and I stand. Oh, I well, well, well. Slave Ooh, over a hot guitar for minutes at a time. Hot guitar. Why is it so hot? I think, the, <laughs> well, think from the hot wrong. licks. From all the licks. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, so we had a deal that, that a lick? if she came home from work and I was like watching TV or whatever, she could just take over and watch whatever. Oh, okay. I mean, I could, man. you know, I, she wouldn't like, if I was in the middle of something, she wouldn't stop, but it was like, she the deal was, you. you know, mm-hmm. we had one big TV. So it was like, here you go. And so I imagine big and deep, a big and deep TV. You know, I don't remember. I was probably a cathode ray or whatever you say. I don't know how to say those things. <laughs> vacuum tubes. A vacuum. Anyway, I experienced a lot of shows that I would not have otherwise. And I gotta say, I don't know anything about Next specifically, but I feel like it falls in that genre of TV shows where I'd be like, this is fucking stupid at the beginning. And then at the end, I'd still say, this is fucking stupid, but I'd also watch every single episode. And you'd be like, he chose her? You'd get like kind of mad about it. You'd talk about it while you're watching it. You could talk over it. That's the beauty of these kind of shows is you can just sort of like, you don't really need to pay attention, but you also do. It's like popcorn. It's literally just something to put in your mouth. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to let that one. It's too cheap. That one was cheap. (laughs) One of the things I do remember about this, probably the biggest thing that survived this show is the girl who fell off the bus. So I'm going to insist on watching that one. Don't make that face. It's played for laughs. Another thing about this show is that it is very mean. Like it is a mean spirited show in a way that I'm, mm, I'm concerned about, but I'm also smiling while I'm describing it being mean. So (laughs) we'll have to see how I feel about it. (laughs) I mean, it's very much in the reality vein in what will soon become, you know, hate watching like Real Housewives, where mm. these aren't people you want to hang out with. These are people you want to watch humiliate themselves. And luckily, you don't have to get attached to them. They're also Real Housewives people. They're not already millionaires who are making millions from me watching them. I feel like this is a victimless crime, aside from the victims of the people who've been <laughs> humiliated on MTV. Except for the victims, it's a victimless crime. <laughs> I'm really, I can't express to you the excitement when you finally acquiesced to letting us do next. I was resistant, listeners. I was resistant. There was several stages where you were like, I don't think it's available on any streaming services. And like, good news, it's on Paramount Plus. I mean, and another week oh, went by of recording oh, something it's else. It's on Paramount Plus. I actually don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll not see joking. if I can get you my brother's password login. We'll sort it out. No one's going to watch this along with us, so we don't need to tell you what episodes we're watching, right? No, I don't think it's, there's point... For us determining episodes, I just want to watch a gay one and the girl falling off the bus. Okay. We'll watch a smattering of episodes and we'll be back in a sec. I almost want to watch it together. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. We're friends. We can do that. (laughs) I need you to do a commercial for our Patreon, but in the style of early 2000s MTV. Go! Am I a narrator or am I a contestant? You are a contestant. Yes, that's what I was hoping for. Damon is going to tell us about Patreon. Ha! 
Hi, my name's Damon. I'm 21. And if you don't go to patreon.com slash you know, Cut. Oh, uh, that was okay. great, Damon. If you could yell louder <laughs> for no okay, particular yeah. reason. Okay. But great. I thought because you had all the boom mics around my head. No, no, no. You still need to yell okay. for sure. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, you're, you're in the industry. I'm just a, a girl. No, you're doing, you're doing great. Let's get Oklahoma. some splashy graphics in here and some sexism. Come on. Let's go. Okay. And action. My name's Damon, and I'm 21, and if you don't go to Patreon.com, you're a child an idiot, I'm going to be going home with your brother. <laughs> Stick around for anything but music videos. <laughs> Dear God, we have to just come up with these shows on the fly, just so we don't have to play music videos. And we are back. We watched Next for some reason. My name's DJ. My, I don't need don't to say to we already introduced We already ourselves. did an introduction. Don't you remember two minutes ago when uh, the listeners were listening? I just feel like my brain has been wiped. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a sci-fi movie where the person wakes up and they're like, it's like 30, 10, like somehow. <laughs> you have no knowledge of anything you've learned in any organized schooling, but you also have no memory of social cues Mm-mm. When not to be racist, when not to be sexist. How to dance. 2000s MTV has taken all that from you. A lot of elbows and dancing, if I remember correctly, and I don't. Well, I mean, you got to hand it to Next. They taught us what we would be doing on TikTok. That's You're true. not going to be getting any leg action, so you might as well, you got to work, the, work core, the arms. And you got to work the arms. Work the and arms. if you could do fisticuffs mostly, that would be ideal. Looking up and looking down and looking up and, hair and looking down. And a hair toss if you got them. Slap your belly if you're a dude that's like uh, a little, yeah. Take at least your shirt punchy. off yeah. at any opportunity, <sighs> and maybe your pants, and just run at women who didn't oh. ask you to do that. Okay, so we watched next. <laughs> Here's a problem with watching next. It isn't anywhere. Mm. As we learned to when watch. we tried to watch it. Oh, am I supposed to be looking at this when well, we? Well, when okay. I'm talking to the listener, I'm, now I'm looking at the camera. But you, you you're can talking s- to the listener, but they can see you. The watcher. The viewer, not the watcher. (laughs) (laughs) But who watches the watchers? We try to carry equal load with this podcast, which is probably obvious to all of you watching. And so this is a show that the Damon brought. And so with the heavy vetting of- My 50% of the load was bringing this show. (laughs) Of how we're going to watch it, what episodes to watch. This was all Mm -hmm. carefully Mm -hmm. researched. And then just the rug pulled from underneath us. Mm-hmm. When we went to watch it tonight, and lo and behold, you can only get season six <laughs> on Paramount Plus. Yeah. This is, of course, at this specific time, this could change at any moment. Look, promises were made. I think promises kept, to quote Donald Trump. <laughs> and As you so often I, all do. All I said to you was that I want to watch next for the next episode. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, like every other episode we've ever done with a TV show, I want to watch an array <laughs> across the span of the show. I didn't say that. No, that's true. You did not. I didn't put it in writing. I can definitely tell you that. <laughs> I like that you're not only you're quoting Donald Trump, you're doing <laughs> the Donald doing Trump the weird, hand gestures. The weird hand motions. Now I realize... It's just natural when you're floundering <laughs> when you're, for the truth. With every word is a fucking lie. You have to just, it's like a half a shrug. At all. It's also true, like, if you are know you're being filmed, you don't want to make big, wide gestures. You want to keep it tight. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. You want to keep it in frame. That's why I always sort of lean over my legs, too. Because <laughs> I've got a, 
I've got a rotund upper body and I'm just right. trying you to have, hide it. That's how you do it because it makes your shoulders seem wider and your th- your waist thinner because of perspective. This is this hurts. Yeah, I don't know how his spine hasn't like actually seceded from the rest of his body. <laughs> anyway, that's some topical Trump jokes. But and has anybody knows this guy's weird? And if it's if it's 2024, he's been reelected and now it's brand new jokes you can laugh at. And we we've been thrown in the Hague. <laughs> But you were already going, being oh yeah, being a homosexual. It's Pride Month, so we all know that yeah. I would be imprisoned immediately. Yes. Anyway, the point is, only season, season six. six is available for next MTV's next. Let me say this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Only for that. I'm only that's, apologizing that season six was available. I'm not apologizing for anything else about this. Show. That's all I wanted. That's all I ever <laughs> have wanted from you. But let me say, one season's enough to both. <sighs> Get the gist and also want to die. I mean, I think fans of Next would tell you that season six is where it really goes off the rails with the misogyny and the racism and the loudness of the people screaming. Every other season was fucking Downton Abbey before this. Just people whispering and opening small letters. That's what I associate with Downton Abbey is that their letters are always so small. And they just go, mm. Next. Cousin Greg died on the Titanic. Cousin next. Greg. You're mixing up your prestige dramas again. (laughs) Okay, so let me, because I feel like it's going to be more ridiculous if I explain the premise of Next. Uh, Because I'm such a fanboy that I know every episode by heart. Go on. I'm playing to the camera a lot today. A lot of mugging, a lot of Naked Gun 33 and a third, (laughs) less Naked Gun 1. So, as we sort of explained in the intro, the next bus... Carries with it five contestants. Daters. Daters. I don't like that. I don't even like that. For some reason, that seems loaded. That does sound loaded. So they are vying for the affections of the datey? Yeah. The contestant, maybe? They are the contestant and the daters. Wikipedia stated it in very plain English to me, which so plain that I found it comical of them describing such a ridiculous show in such normal <laughs> like dictionary academic terms. terms. But I think it's the daters, and then you have your contestant. Well, they're vying for their affection, so they get off the bus one by one, and they get a dollar for every minute. that they're Not every... <laughs> that would be ridiculous. We're trying to keep it cheap here. We're not... <laughs> We're trying not to pay licensing fees to Godsmack. So we're just going to try and keep it real cheap. They've spent so much on their stunt budget. Go on. Okay, so the daters get off the bus one by one, and they, however long they last, they either they get their money, and then if they, at any point, the contestant can say next, and they get sent back to the bus. But at with some the money point, they've earned. With the money they've earned. And at some point, if they like, if they like each other or the contestant likes them, they say, now you can either have your $76 or you can go on a second date with me, and they get to choose. So it kind of flips So you have to look at that person and say, are you worth $77 or more? Yeah. Or should I just take the money and run? Now, I think this is a great premise, Mm. placing monetary value on people's feelings. And and definitely not treating, looking for a romantic love like just so much chattel that you just have to wade through. Yeah. Just treating humans like garbage. You definitely aren't doing that. The other thing that I did not, and you probably said this and it just washed over me because I do not listen to you. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. The other thing that's kind of wacky is the things that they have to do 
on their date to on their mini date. So I as did soon as they this in the intro, but yeah, as soon as they get off the bus, they're put in some sort of wacky costume and made to do something insane. I think that. Well, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you recap, but I think there's a reason for that. But go Tell on. me. No, I was just gonna say I think they like the idea of the person coming back on the bus. In a wacky costume. Yeah, in the sumo In a sumo, or, one yeah. of those inflatable sumo yeah. suits, or in zombie makeup or whatever. And everyone going, whoa, what are you, what happened? Like, you won't believe the things I've been doing. <laughs> she wrestled my sumo. There's yeah, always some exactly. like dumb always, like innuendo from or it. Or usually a little racist. If it was sumo, yeah. they would not avoid, you know, making fun of Japanese no. culture. This show. She mangled my manga. <laughs> I have never dreaded more what we have to talk about right now. I couldn't be more pleased. This Okay, this whole, hit the Damon's Problematic Corner music, because this whole episode is Damon's Problematic Corner. Go. Ooh, watch out now, y'all. Damon's got a problem, baby. Ooh, watch out now, y'all. Let him know about it. It's funny, because everyone should have a problem. <laughs> That's what Damon would say, because he's so strident. Thank you to Jackson has an unhealthy obsession with Damon for that <laughs> theme song, which is in itself kind of problematic, which I, <laughs> was intentional. Very funny, very good. Tell and I once it. again appreciate so much that this is Damon's problematic corner. Take it away, Damon. Describe the rest of the show, because it's all fucking problematic. <laughs> this is... I don't want to put all of the 2000s problems on next. <laughs> right, next. right, right. I think that's, yeah. There are a lot of shows that I enjoyed in the 2000s that I go back to every once in a while. I'm like, oh, no, we shouldn't be doing yeah. that. It wasn't not the cause, but it wasn't the cause. It was emblematic of the times. Yes, yeah. That being said, first episode in... We had a guy, as I alluded to earlier, who, after being nexted, removed all of his clothing and chased a bunch of women who were acting as extras in their little scene that they had concocted and chased them around. It was disturbing. And then one of the guy like who holding actually- holding his junk as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The guy who won a second date was of Indian descent. He had actually come over from Bombay yeah. in like the previous year. And usually every episode, if the guy goes on, decides to go on a second date, the remaining daters will shout something almost indecipherable at him or the contestant. And in this case, they said, yeah, hey, you, Tika Hermasala, which is both indecipherable. <laughs> And still somehow racist. It's, it, it's meaningless, yet yes, so meaningful. Yes, so. In our, I think it was our second episode, the first guy who came off the bus, and I feel like this is also a trend, is like find a non-traditionally attractive person to be the first person off the bus to get a great offensive reaction. Immediate next. So the first guy who came off the bus in that episode, he was a redhead. He had a very sizable goatee, like that 90s goatee that like not only was yep. like here on the neck, coming up the sides. Bright red. He was a larger guy and uh, she nexted him and then said in her like confessional scene, if I wanted to date a guy in a fat bastard costume, something, something, something. I can't remember what her follow through, but it didn't rectify the fat bastard costume line. So I didn't write it down. The gay episode... Yeah, we watched Agay segment. Yeah, because each episode do actually does have two rounds, I guess. There was a gay a gay halve of a episode. 
I can't remember anything overtly offensive aside from everyone on it. And then the last one I think was also problematic because that one she she was asking guys to sumo wrestle problem with a sumo wrestler. They had to get in those inflatable sumo suits. And you made a great point. And I also had an inkling of this. It's one thing to see those sumo suits and know inherently that they are offensive. Yeah. But when you actually see them against an actual sumo, sumo wrestler. wrestler, it's like, why are we doing this? This is hurtful to everyone yeah. involved. Yeah. It's like when the mascot for a college football team <laughs> is like uh-huh. the Commodores, and then it's like a costume of a person. <laughs> Yes, it's weird because it's like a nine foot tall person. Like a person in a person costume? With, a, with felt skin. I'm like, what's happening? And then at the sumo wrestler was not It's off not like up. that at all. I just want to say it's not actually <laughs> like that. I just wanted to point Racism out- is like a humanoid <laughs> college football mascot. I just wanted to we point out. We heard that- you. I just we heard to- you. you. I just wanted to point out that that's weird. That's all. That's all I really want. I just wanted to talk about that. And racism, talking about racism sucks and is uncomfortable, <laughs> but talking about that, it's more fun. I'm going to therapy now so I can identify these things. <laughs> the other thing that was great about that moment is that after the sumo wrestling portion, they have to feed Uki, is his name, O-O-K-I. They feed him sushi. So there's like sort of a, almost like a relay race where there's two different podiums full of sushi and the guys have to like race back and forth with chopsticks because, you know, Western guys can't use chopsticks. The show sucks. And then feed them to Uki. Also, at one point during the contestant's confessional, she goes, if these guys can't cut it, I'm going to have to get body slammed by Uki. And then Uki says, Uki Uki, which makes him sort of like one of those like superhero bad guys who can only say his name, like Bane in the fourth Batman movie. <laughs> Not the good Bane, but the really yeah. shitty Bane from Batman, Batman and, Robin. and Robin. Although in that movie, Bane also says, bomb. Because he's setting bombs. Because he's setting bombs. Which is my favorite part. That's how part. you know. He comes from a long line of Looney Tunes characters who are big and dumb. One of the daters at one point just getting into something else. From that sushi episode? No, this was an earlier episode. Please identify the episode so our, our viewers can and listeners can follow along. Oof. Just kidding. Don't watch it. It was the s- first one we watched. Okay. Because she referred to herself as... So the, this is the first episode of the second season. She referred to herself as a full-blooded Serbian, which <laughs> yeah, being a full-blooded Serbian is not the problem. Describing yourself as full-blooded is just like already upsetting to me. <laughs> it, like, feels, it feels like Nazis showing the papers. Because, it exactly. feels very it's, weird. It's, because, it's implying that there's half-bloods <laughs> or quarter-bloods. Again, celebrating your heritage is fine, but it's like, what are you saying just Ma'am, say you're Serbian. Just tell me how much of a fraction of blood is Serbian. I feel like it's, that's all I'm asking. If you want to go on a second date with Logan, you have to tell me how much Serbian is in your blood. Just show me your 23 in me, and we'll be on our way. Let me swab your cheeks real quick. It's, it's part of the date. It's Sorry, part of the date. You were listing other problematic things. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, what else you got? Our first contestant, the first episode we watched, by coincidence, we were very disappointed, of course, that we could only watch the sixth season. And I said, well, it doesn't matter because no episode of Next has any continuity to any other episode of Next. (laughs) So what's the worst that can fucking happen? And Paramount Plus streaming service said, you know what, Damon? 
go fuck yourself. We've been hearing the things you've been saying. TV's listening to you. I told you. You said we are a third string. The third string streaming device. So we're going to show you that this is the one episode of Next <laughs> I'm gonna that show. actually connects to other episodes of Next. It was an all-stars Next. <laughs> Everyone was returning from a previous episode of Next. I'm going to show this fifth string podcast. <laughs> what for? Fifth string. That's good news. That's We're moving up. I didn't know there were that many strings. But so many strings. There's a lot of strings. What does she call herself? I feel like she she's Filipino. Oh, she I call, think she calls herself Manila. a Manila envelope. No, she's... No, she said, gentlemen, get ready for a taste of this manila cherry. What does that mean? Well, is that a play on Manila is the capital no, of No, I know Manila is the capital of the Philippines. Cherry is, I believe, her hoo-ha. Getting a taste of this Filipino hoo-ha is what she's saying. Would you like to taste my vagina? I thought and cherry I was Filipino. specifically referring to someone's virginity. I think it is, but I don't. That's not how it sounded, the way she said it. Also, not this isn't Next's problem, but popping the cherry is a weird metaphor because you don't pop cherries in life. They're not balloons. Oh, I was, I was like, maybe you don't. <laughs> I'm auditioning for the next Next. My name's DJ. I'm 22. And when this girl sees my cherry, she's going to pop. What? I'm a pop. I'm a podcaster, and I'm about to cast your pod. God, everyone was terrible. Sorry. My name's DJ. <laughs> why the sh- why? It's the so- loudest show I've ever seen. This is okay. So, my dear dear friend, whom I love very much, used to be my roommate. What's his name? Amy. She would would watch. What she would also talk. I talked about her in the oh, intro. Right. I don't think this is a show we watch together, but it is akin to shows that we watch together of later eras. I just remember the volume level as being one of the most objectionable things of like surreal life and yeah. that sort of era. It was just like I am such an old man when it comes to those kind of shows. I'm like, can you just take it down a scooch, please? <laughs> Well, I'm kind of amazed also by the editing. The editing had me like just bugging, bugging. To coin a phrase from the... (laughs) But it was just so erratic that I could not focus on anything. And the weird thing is they they must edit a lot because we'd see them together for four minutes and they'd be like, well, you've been on this day for 74 minutes. I'm like, has he? Because I feel like most (laughs) of the show has been shots of the bus. Oh, you know what I mean? It was just like constantly, or it would be like montages of the bus just driving around a parking lot and they would try and make it interesting by just like flipping the image over while (laughs) Just a voiceover goes on. Even the bus is upsetting. It pulls so (laughs) close to the production van in front of it every time. And every time it's like, okay, okay. I assume you wouldn't have kept this in if you crashed, I guess. But I mean, (laughs) if you pinned one of the producers against the van, keep rolling, Joe. We need this footage. God. Actually, if you go back up and do it again, we really need to fill the time. Get another take of that. He didn't look surprised enough. It's like you already are cramming two dates into one <sighs> episode, and it just feels like still somehow 45% of this episode is just shots of a bus. I also appreciate that the narrator constantly rhymed. I was going to say, please include that in your problematic list. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had written down any rhymes. So imagine a narrator talking about this situation 
It's the most obvious rhyme of every. I'll just try and wing it. Yeah. Greg hopes that love will be found when he hits the ground, but the other daters hope that he'll hit the pound and gets a next, which makes no sense, but that it all really did good. rhyme. It I'm all top, did buddy. rhyme. That was so good. I feel like it was, that was as good as any of the others. Yeah. In okay. that, if you think about it for three seconds, it makes no sense. But if you come at it with a certain attitude of just making fun of everyone who's involved, we got to get you to one of those rap battles. You know, you know what? I've been watching Eight Mile over and over and over again, and I threw up spaghetti on myself just to get in the spirit. I think I'm ready. Oops, a Daisy. I'm like clean it up because <laughs> you're my mom. Yeah, mom spaghetti. The whole thing is problematic, but let's get out of the corner. Let's get yeah. out of problematic corner. Hit that theme. <laughs> Ooh, watch out now, y'all. Damon's got a problem, baby. Ooh, watch out now, y'all. Let him know about it. Now I just want to do quotes. No, please. I want you okay. to do quotes. I don't think... There's nothing else to talk about, yeah. specifically, other than like just examples of this insane thing that's happening. The one guy who ended up showing off his genitals also mentioned milky goodness. I think he also he was, called himself white chocolate. He was referencing his because he had his shirt off at the time later to be completely nude. He was talking about his skin, I believe, like cuz right, cuz he was white. Right, he was white. But I feel like still gross. He also tried to call himself white chocolate and the black guy on the bus was like, "I think that is you're the only person who calls yourself that." <laughs> Which and I appreciate. And then he said, "Maybe your mom." <laughs> the girl in super low rider shorts, which Oh my god. Do whatever you want, lady. It's more upsetting culturally. I mean, also, we, she was not alone. She had not yeah. come up with that on her yeah. own. But it's also she wasn't a, like Michael Jackson. Like I'm just going to put on the white glove. She was like following the yeah. trends. And it's kind of upsetting because it's it's back and it's just like no, we we did this. Yeah. And it's not like bell bottoms where it's like I think that looks stupid. It's like this is bad for people everywhere. And the razor burn. Yeah. You got to really keep that going. Hmm. Got to keep that touched up. She also changed into because so, so she was made to get into <laughs> this was the gladiator episode. Yeah, she was in a water. So it was like a it was like an American gladiator yeah. situation. So there there was a literal gladiator, this Sheena. big muscular woman, Sheena, who was made she to was just my favorite. Sheena was the best. She was just this big uh, muscular woman who was just made to growl the whole time. She was out of focus in the background at one point and just constantly just flexing, flexing and which I enjoyed. Like Sheena just. Get your check. Yeah, good for you, Shannon. But the goal was the the contestant would come and try to, or the dater would try to throw water balloons and hit the contestant who was like standing in front of a target. Logan. While Logan, one of the few names yeah. I remember. While she knows, well, I was still gladiator. trying to keep notes <laughs> before that com- went completely I was like, off the rails. Fuck this! I don't have to remember any of their names. Meanwhile, Sheena's trying to pummel her with water balloons as right. well. Now this is the full blooded Serbian. <laughs> no, that wasn't even. the... That, no, the lady is. Yeah, you're right. This yeah. was the full place. So she's ready. What? <laughs> we all know Serbians. What? So my point was just she changed into like a different costume and still had the super low rider shorts. And okay, at one point they go to a jousting. They're moving to a jousting ring or jousting platform it was a or whatever. Puffy, it was like a, one of those inflatable castles, yeah. but it was a jousting thing like American Gladiators and you were given those, like instead of those actual batons, they were just big Cute, g- giant pool Q-tips. noodles. Yeah. And you just sort of bat at Sheena until she topples you at some point. But before that, Sheena picks her up, the dater, <laughs> over her shoulder and runs and then like kind of gently throws her down into the into the ring and she goes, Thanks! <laughs> 
not one to stereotype. This isn't about Serbians, if that's what you think where I'm going. <laughs> where else could you go? And that girl seemed really nice. And feel free to edit this out. But I was getting, <laughs> I was getting a little bit of a, a softball vibe from that girl. Not from Sheena, from the girl on the date. From the full-blooded Serbian. From the full-blooded Serbian. I can't. I, I was just like, I can't. if I fast-forwarded five years from now, I wouldn't be surprised if she was like, this is my wife. <laughs> and good for her. And good for her. She shouldn't have to date Logan. He seems was, like a tool. And I, there was a part of my my headcanon is when Sheena picked her up and threw her in the ring, the thanks was genuine. Yeah. Thanks. I've just had my mind opened <laughs> that I don't have to go on a date with this guy. She knew from that moment. I knew when you- I want to be with Sheena. When you fireman carried me that this was- <laughs> Also, Sheena I enjoyed because Sheena got really into it to the point where it was uncomfortable, which I appreciate in this context. In that after they were done batoning each other, don't say batoning each other. (laughs) And and then Sheena like tackled the full-blooded Serbian. (laughs) We need to get her name because that's still so upsetting. Uh, I feel like if Serbians were watching, they'd be like, well, we're not a protected class in, in American legal system, so it's fine. Novak Djokovic would disagree. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Was that a Serbian ref? Is that a Serbian He's Serbian, and he's the one that was like, the... was like, I'm not getting vaccinated. And then everybody's like, okay, then you can't come in. And then he's like, oh, okay, but I'm not coming. And they're like, okay. Wait, was he a basketball player? <laughs> Tennis. But there is oh, yeah, the Jokic, the, the one that... Okay, Jokic. is he also Serbian? Yes. Full-blooded? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know his full lineage. I didn't get his one and three and me back. Anyway, also fitting into my headcanon, which I had already placed when Logan asked her on a second date, she took the money. Yes. But Sheena went on the bus while they were on their actual date having yeah. food, because there's always a moment like, hey, you did pretty good out there. Were you, you hungry? You want to get a bite to eat? And then they walk off to this awkward spot that's been yeah. set up by the interns, there's the like unpaid interns grapes. at MTV. And there's six grapes or Easy Mac in a bowl. <laughs> I'm really having a great time. And then Sheena went on the bus with the other girls. And I feel like also all the other girls were like, I am into this. Whatever this is, I'm into <laughs> they had a this sp- bodybuilder a woman. Splits contest? They had a flexibility contest. <laughs> it sounds hotter than it actually was. It was not hot at all. The woman that won, but then get... FBS. Yeah, she did not take the date and said took the money. She said she's still a tease. Because she claimed in her little bio that she is a virgin, and therefore all vir- We did not really get into the misogyny yet. Oh, I feel it's like we've touched on the it, but go on. The foundation of yeah. this show is that it's- I mean, What guys, did we learn? We learned that women should not be under 100 pounds, but they sh- definitely should not be, should be taller than the guy. an undetermined amount of pounds. Whatever- He's into whatever he decides, and he yeah. won't tell you what it is. Right, and you should also not be taller than him, even if he thinks you're cute. Yeah, what a terrible decade this was. This is one of the most of its era things we've watched, and it's funny because it's especially compared to the things that we watch. It's not that old. This feels so much older than it is. This ran from 2005 to 2008, so it is. I mean, DJ, do you want to do the math on that? No, I know it's like, you know... 18 years is 15, when it pre- years premiered old. on but MTV. S- still, compared to the stuff we watched from the 80s or 90s, True, yeah. this is decades later and so much worse. 
I mean, Michael J. Fox did. His friend called him a fag in Teen Wolf. You think the one line <laughs> in Teen Wolf. Now, I mean, to I be fair. I also find the basketball offensive. You're the protected class in this instance. So <laughs> if you say so, I have to just take well, your word for it. I can't speak to the misogyny necessarily in right. Next. Right. No, you're right. I don't know if it's because it's within my lifetime and I watched this without thinking about that massage. <laughs> I watch this religiously and have a next tattoo on my back. It's mostly the bus. I thought that said um. flex. <laughs> well, the font is weird. You gotta work on your kerning. <laughs> but I think because of that, I'm like, oh my God, how did I just sit and watch this unacceptable monstrosity on a regular basis, semi-regular basis. MTV was just showing shit left, right, and center. But yeah, it is bothersome that this stuff went over my head. I was like, oh yeah, he shouldn't date her because she's slightly fatter than he prefers. Morally, ethically, all the stuff we're talking about. But also culturally, this is very indicative of the reality television explosion. And the decision within that explosion to give very scripted elements to untrained people that is still happening to this day, where you watch- I think we weren't as aware at the time. I mean, I think I was aware that this was like not reality. But I think I'm now much- Yeah. And nowadays I'm much more aware of like how these shows are produced in a way that- makes this whole show seem colored this, in a different... This is a different level. So there's more documentary-style reality, which right. is few and far between. Then there's the like producer-manipulated reality show, which is most of it, right? There's this big... And of course, these things overlap that do both things. And that's like most of reality TV where you've got the contestant shows where they're like, what do you think about Jesse? And then you have to answer in a complete sentence and you say, yeah, Jesse's a piece of shit. And they're like, apropos of nothing in the show, all of a sudden you're starting to... Okay, so that's producer-manipulated. And then there's the... Me and Tyler watch RuPaul's Drag Race. There's always a moment where they're doing their makeup. Say the complete sentence. Hey, are you really close with your family? (laughs) And it's like, what producer asked you to say that to the other content? It's always so awkward. How did you feel when Sandra asked you to leave after the, the competition today? It's like, why would you ask that right now? It's so weird. But then there's the extra level, which is fully scripted. There's nothing... Except for very brief moments that might be There are a few moments that shine through that are the in best. this episode that, that yeah. I was like, oh wait, these people are actually getting along and it's kind of cute. It's like those little moments in The Bachelor and Bachelorette that you see during the credits where they actually just kind of talk to each other. And they're um, not talking about the date they're on. Right. They're which actually is like, enjoying the date. They're just like, yeah, they're like they're like talking about Cheez-Its. And they're like, <laughs> I like I like the extra toasty ones. You're like, dude, gross. Which is like kind of charming because it's like normal right. shit. I want to watch that show. It's not like setting the tone for the relationship going forward. Yeah. Where you're like, how much can you talk about your own relationship? Like, that's not what people talk about. But this is fully scripted where they're all of their dumb lines are all yeah. scripted. They're all bad. And they you can tell like... I'm imagining someone like with a notepad and paper, like right before they go on, be like, say this. Like, if they're not <laughs> say this offensive hard, thing right before you go out there. They don't have actual, at least a good team of writers. Yeah. And they don't have actors. I'm like, you either need to hire actors or just let people say shit and make something good out of it. They yeah. can't, this world of the script, and it happens in shows that I like more. Like, it happens sometimes in... Damon and I love Kitchen Nightmares. Love it. 
And it's getting to the age where we could yeah. probably cover it on the show. I keep looking at the mirror and not the camera. My apologies. <laughs> Sorry, me. And my apologies to the mirror as well. <laughs> and that has moments that it's clearly scripted, but it's mostly more the manipulated. Yeah, produce, that's man- much more the manipulate. producer just like yeah. editing clips where like someone looks over in this hear- direction. <laughs> It's music. Over in this direction, then something crashes. And like that person was not looking. It's not what, was what they were reacting to. RuPaul's Drag Race. Not to bring it up again, but also has this moment in the first episode when the queens like walk into the workroom for the first time. Originally, they would just walk in. In the first few seasons, they would just walk in, maybe do a pose, and now it's like verboten that you can't say it. You have to come in with a line, a catchphrase, like ready to go. And it's like, oh, y'all wanted a twist. And then you do a death drop in the middle of the workroom. And that very much feels like this, where they come down down the bus steps and they're like, and they say something cute. And it's terrible. How about a Slim Jim? <laughs> If I was any more surreal life, I'd be Paris Richie. That doesn't make any sense. Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie's child, Paris right, Richie. Sure. Paris Jr. Please, Paris was my mother. <laughs> you can call me Richie. <laughs> <laughs> this show's so <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> Uh, can we talk about you you reference them but i want to talk about the two surprisingly genuine moments yeah now i don't want this to come across that these people are good no 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 <laughs> don't be mistaken so in the first episode we watched it was actually the all-stars episode where past contestants have come back on the show including the girl who fell off the bus probably the most Jerry. famous person in next history. She was this time the contestant and then several guys who didn't get farther than two minutes. Can we talk about that for a second? That was a plot point that she like <laughs> made. Points. She made the daters pretend to fall downstairs. Yeah, that was the first them. challenge is they had to recreate her fall. What actually? Ha- I don't think. So now that you know the format of next, you yeah. know how the, the yeah. daters come down from the bus right. and they say something funny. Yeah. Or supposedly funny. And then three facts come down. Yeah. On the graphic. When Charity came down, she's, I can't even say it without laughing. She started saying whatever line she rehearsed and fell. And they freeze framed her falling. And they put the three things up. She's so stupid. But it's also cruel of MTV. But now that we've seen her in her prime, also from her original episode, (laughs) so she fell, and then she had to walk a surprisingly long distance to get to the date. Wikipedia said that it was close. They were liars. In this instance, like he was in the middle of a field, and so she had to walk a long distance, and the entire time she waves at him. She keeps like waving and then renewing the wave. She's like walking in it. And then she finally gets within five feet of him, and he goes, I just wanted to make sure you were okay. Next. (laughs) That's kind of nice. It was said in a much more cruel fashion. Like the words are nice, but the fashion in which it was delivered was cruel so i'm glad that she got hers she got her own episode she got her own episode I don't know if she redeemed herself because she seems kind of all over the place. Yeah. She 
talked very loudly. She, she was the loudest everything. one. <laughs> she was very high energy, and she made the guys recreate her fall. Two guys got nexted instantaneously. But the whole reason I'm bringing this up is because she went on, she had the third guy come out, and they did tap dancing, which was kind of cute. And then they did the whole, are you hungry? Let's go over here. And they ate some food. Surrounded by bananas. Surrounded by bananas for reasons that never were They're not eating bananas. Interrogated. They <laughs> just had bananas around them. And then they got into a natural conversation about Bollywood movies. Yeah. And he offered Shows to her show dance. her to do a Bollywood dance. And it was very cute. And it was one of those few moments like, wait, I think this is an actual conversation that these two people are having Yeah, that is actually kind of sweet. And then was cut short by him proposing marriage to her. Well, she he and then agreed to more, go on a date and then propose marriage instead. It was, and then she accepted the marriage proposal. I don't think it was real, but it was right. still weird. Then they said Tika, her masala. And then they and said ruined Tika, everything. her masala. And the second genuine moment, do you remember that? No. It was the rock star episode. Oh, yeah. Now, no rock and roll music was performed on the episode, well, but people were constantly referred to as rock stars. She said rock star four times at least? At least, a conservative four. Yeah. Do you remember the cute moment? Also dancing. She like makes him dance He for talked her? about how awkward his dancing oh, yeah. was, and she's like, why don't you dance for me right now? And he danced, and, and it was really him. bad, and then she joined him, and it was very cute. They that both was, were terrible was... people. Literal <laughs> vanilla wafers of people. That was pretty charming, though. But it was a yeah. charming moment of where we were like, I mean, when you're walking in, you're in the desert, and you come across a muddy pool of water, you're I'm like, oh, that thank up. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you want your television show described. It's like <laughs> walking through the fucking Sahara Desert. Can we talk about the gay episode? I don't know yes. if there's even anything to say about it, but it is also an outlier, not because it's the only gay episode we got to watch, but he nexted all the guys. Yeah. It and was... He, was not, he was nothing to write home about, if, if I'm wow. being so mean. Misandrist. Yeah. I hate men. <laughs> Men's rights. This was an episode, uh, it was a Lumberjack-themed episode. Now, you might get the idea that it might be sexy because it was Lumberjack-themed. It was not. It was a little wisp of guy. He was wearing suspenders on a red t-shirt with jeans and newly purchased Timberland boots. And he wanted the guys to do log rolling, and then later they had to... They Ki had to go canoeing, and then there was, oh, was it chopping rice? Yeah, they chopped, no. No, they never actually lumbered no, they did the, any, jacked any lumber. They had to get dressed in the outfit, and then they had to do log rolling, and then they had to do uh, the canoe The canoe, canoe was canoe that race. it? There yeah. wasn't a third thing? Okay. And he next did, the first guy came out, and I would say, categorically, he was the hottest guy, yeah. which doesn't mean he's a great person, but the fact that he was nexted instantaneously, I was like, what? It's all downhill from here, buddy. Yeah, I've got bad news for you about the next four guys. The next guy came out. He was pure surreal life, Paris Hilton. I know it's the third time we've brought up that show, but I think you're forgetting how big of a thing that was <laughs> in the mid-2000s. Accusatory towards our audience. It's your fault. <laughs> Although Nicole Richie was great on Great News. I think we can all agree on that. Have you seen Great News? I She's saw great parts on of it. it. Couldn't, oh. couldn't get into it. You know what? You're what's wrong with America. So then the next guy came out, and I thought, oh, well, if you next to the first guy, who was pretty standard issue hot guy, you're not going to like this orange-tanned scarecrow from the Wizard yeah. of Oz bleach blonde string bean. 
And he was like, let's go. Why don't you put on these lumberjack clothes? He didn't talk like this at all. This is my internalized homophobia. He's like, why don't you put on these lumberjack clothes and let's go go on a date? And then they had to go log rolling. And the poor guy, I mean, I don't know if anyone could. I don't know how to fucking log roll. I don't even know if lumberjacks actually log roll. I imagine they have android robots who do the log rolling for them now. It's lumberjack, not lumber roll. Lurr. That's right. You should Roller. be jacking, not rolling. <laughs> anyway, this poor twink like almost drowned. And... <laughs> And then he got nexted no matter what. And then the next two guys also got instantaneously nexted. No, the, the one guy won the canoe race with him. And oh, then well, no, there's that, that's our fifth a guy. A fifth guy, yeah, yeah. So you had the first two guys, then the next two guys got instantaneously yeah. nexted. In the contestant's defense of the fourth guy, the fourth guy came without any clothes on. Yeah. And was instantaneously was nexted. Wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> if people are expecting you to wear clothes, wear clothes. It's a good rule. Yeah. <laughs> And then the fifth guy showed up, also pretty handsome, canoed, did a pretty good job if it's his first time canoeing, which I assumed it was. Yeah. And then at they one point, over. they flipped over and uh, the guy's like, you know what? Fuck this. And said, next. Yeah. And then sent that guy home. And I'm like, how many people do you think are on the bus? This is it. You next to the last guy. I never got a vibe on the contestant. Like, what were you actually looking for? Because the guys were pretty diverse, not racially, of course, because this is 2000s MTV. But like in terms of like types of guys. Uh, There was a black guy, wasn't there? No, on that that episode. Not on that episode. I mean, in there. (laughs) There was a black guy in there. (laughs) Good job, MTV. (laughs) There were two black guys, I think, actually. He was said at the beginning that he was looking for like a big burly lumberjack, and that was not any, uh, that was not an option. It almost seemed like the producers were like, We're assholes. Yeah. There's only Fuck a you. there's only a few gays around. It's 2008 <laughs> or whatever. We haven't unlocked gay technology yeah. yet. Just wait till the population explodes <laughs> in the next couple of years. When they start having children. Yes, it makes sense. <laughs> Can we talk about? I don't want to get away from. No, that. I'm I'm all done there. Okay. That that gay episode was unfortunately disappointing. I it really was. The, I was more. actually the most like like the, nothing happened to talk about besides what you said. I mean, there is a famous gay episode <laughs> of quotes. where he is a complete asshole. The contestant oh. is a complete asshole. Where do you want to do? You want to watch that one? I would and then lo- come back. Actually, I would love to watch that one and come back. Let's go. And we are back. And he's a complete asshole to every contestant or every dater. He's the contestant, as we've already established. Right. It's nomenclature that makes perfect sense. It actually has a great catharsis when the other guy's like, I'm taking the money and having fun with the boys on the bus. Of course, because this system only works in heterosexual right. pairings. If you put me on a bus with four other gay guys that I actually can see and get to know, and actually why would I take a conversation the with a fucker outside the bus? That's making me get in a lumberjack right. outfit and fuck you. Roll logs. Other episode we watched, they or was it the same episode? It might be the same. I mean, we watched 10 dates, five episodes or four episodes. I Don't do remember. that. Don't do that. I'm holding out my judgments. The contestant wants the daters to feed his alligator. I don't think it's actually his, but... Dirk Diggler? What was the alligator's name? Digger. It was Digger. I thought he said David, which <laughs> I really <laughs> hoped that the alligator's wish, name... Once we heard Digger, it was like... Mm. I prefer David. Do alligators dig? I love animals with... I mean, I don't know if they dave, but I don't feel like they really dig. I don't know. Float. Not really. Floater. They kind of... They sink. Floater, sinker. I like normal names and food names for animals. No. Or anything with Mr. in front of it. That's good. Mr. Whiskers is a great That's animal good. name. Mr. Bitey. 
the alligator. I call the big one bitey. (laughs) But she feeds the alligator. She does so successfully. She has a This woman looked like if Reese Witherspoon and dirty era Christina Aguilera had a baby. Yes. Yeah. So she feeds a whole chicken thigh to the gator and then immediately high fives and hugs just spreading never they never show any sanitization she spreads salmonella through that entire cast and crew it's they were very upsetting shooting out both ends i can guarantee you tugging and like touching Kissing, face touching out. you see her she also had very upsetting nails i don't want to get on this lady's case too much but she had they flared out they flared out they like went, a like a jeans bought from the gap in the same era like jean-claude van damme as guile from street fighter <laughs> no bothersome absolutely not i wanted to say more upsetting things <laughs> Oh, it did remind me, have you ever watched Back to Back Chef on the Bon Appetit channel? Yes. I know they're canceled, but one time they had Troy Sivan on. I don't know how to say his name. Cute Australian twink on. Troy and he, he was doing chicken with Carla Lodley music back to back. And I was like, oh, he's such a handsome boy. Why was I his grandmother? Here's a Werther's original <laughs> Troy. But I was gazing into his blue eyes like the Mykonos sky and then he had touched the chicken and then he moved his hair out of I was like ooh and now whenever I see him I'm like you're gross you're a gross person doesn't watch for there's a whole era of people as, as well who like watch cooking videos on TikTok I am one of those people but mm-hmm. there's a whole era of people that watch those videos that think that if you're wearing gloves you're like immune to anything if you handle food with your hands, it's gross, but if you handle it with gloves, it's not gross. Now I'm like, okay, do you understand anything? You have to take the gloves off once you're done handling if the If you handle the food. chicken, then you take the gloves off. That's the only way that works. And you still should probably wash your hands because you're going to fling little bits of chicken when you're taking the gloves off. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't like the feel of chicken and you just want the gloves, that's fine. But like, let, they're not some magical thing that prevent spreading. They don't absorb the contaminants. He's super into this. <laughs> <laughs> they don't absorb the contaminants and prevent it from the getting on the broccoli you just grabbed. Certainly not. No gloves and just throwing it to a gator. The gator didn't do anything with the contaminants. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> if anything, it made it more contaminated with those mouths of them. Let's go to the verdict. What no, I have one no? more thing I want oh, to talk boy. about, as usual. You're forgetting about Brittany. Brittany. Oh, I did forget about Brittany. Never forget about Brittany. <gasps> Free Brittany from your memory hole. Brittany was the greatest contestant. She was not without her problems. Her introduction dater. at the beginning. Huh? She's the dater, wasn't she? The dater? Yeah. She's not the contestant. She was the dater. Oh, you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm so, we oh went my God, through I'm this. so sorry. We went through this. I'm so sorry. I don't know how I could have made that mistake aside from all the reasons you would think I've made that mistake. She- I forgot it because it's stupid. <laughs> I also am in retrospect, I'm like, am I getting the nomenclature right? Or no. is it the other way around? They're contestants and they're the, the I other don't person know. the dater. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's stupid. Brittany, you know, everyone gets to say not only their line when they come off the bus, but as the, the intros are being, I'm Brittany, I'm 21, and blah, 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 blah. She got to do that. But she said this, and if he wants the other Brittany before she turned into a pear-shaped mess, he better pick me. And I was like, oh, Brittany, I'm a time traveler from 2023. That doesn't fly here. We've freed Brittany at this point. Uh, you shouldn't be bad-mouthing 2008 Brittany at all in any in a way. Especially in 2008. We all know what she went through in 2008. We, we just thought that she was tabloid fodder. 
Mental health is a joke, DJ. This Brittany did get us back on her side. She did. She immediately got us back because she had a great time with the girls on the bus before the dates. And then she came down. She was the first dater. And she came down the stairs and he goes, those girls smell. (laughs) (laughs) And then her three facts came. (laughs) She also, one of the other contestants... Brings out a tiara and is like, we should do a pageant. And she leans over and says, I think we should do that. Which is a quote I'm going to try to work into everyday life now. <laughs> just Why would there be a tiara and a sash on the bus? Because the producers put it there? Who could say? Just pure earnestness. Like just. She is a fool and I love her. <sighs> she was also rejected for being too tall. Yeah. By Chaz, by a man named Chaz. Was he the guy that was like, I don't want anybody under 100 pounds? No, that was Brayden earlier. <laughs> you really got that one caught in your craw, didn't you? He fucking Bl- sucked. Ch- Blurdenstein. <laughs> Ch- Chaz was the one who kissed Reese Witherspoon, dirty Christina. Oh, the half-blood. <laughs> what a deranged show. Let's go to the verdict. Okay. <laughs> DJ, you go first. What is your verdict on MTV's next? There are bad shows. Yeah. And there are good shows. Uh Uh-huh. Good. Good going. And then there are shows that should be wiped off of the face of the planet. And they almost have been. And this is one of those. (laughs) MTV's next is a terrible show. Your inner child is an idiot. And what? (laughs) Why did anybody who? What? How about you? I have a complicated response. Mm. Your inner child is an idiot. This is not a good show. But I had a great time watching this show. I n- Now, keep in mind, I watched it at DJ's house. That's why we're here together. His wife, Lauren, was here. And I brought my boyfriend, Tyler, to watch it. Everyone was absolutely miserable watching this. Did not care for it. I was having a ball of a time. <laughs> It's just so bad. But I mean that in the sweetest way possible. It is offensive. It is misogynist. At times it is racist. I think you should watch the show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) But what do you think, everybody? Tell us at yourinnerchildsanidiot.com. You can email us also. Yeah. For Which example, was in your inner child is an idiot at gmail.com. Mm, that's also a place you can go. Want to thank uh, once again, thank Jackson has an unhealthy j- obsession with Damon for thank the, you, Jackson, for the Damon's problematic corner <laughs> theme song. We want to thank our patrons for supporting the show, including Just Cuz, Lindsay Halleck, Scalphosaurus, our new patron, 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 Zach Attack Hartley. Thank you, Travis Vance. Tommy Boy, oh, I chose the order this time and I still fucked myself over. Tommy Boy is my favorite movie. The Zesty. The Supreme Ruler of this podcast. The McWillie House of Cats. The Hands of Fate. The Elusive Van Grumkin. T. Smith. Shit on the Cartouche. Particle Man. Lindsay Nell. Larissa Maestro. Karen Curd. Josh Frigo. Jonathan Day. Jeremy Powlin. James Taylor. Jackson has an unhealthy obsession with Damon. His Honor the Mayor. Heather Tuggle. Dramatically placed hot dog. Dr. Malcolm's heaving bosom. 
Will you do it as Jeff Goldblum as a contestant on Next, please? My name is Jeff Goldblum. I'm 68 years old. I'm thinking that if this much younger woman than me nexts me, she will be so preoccupied with thinking whether or not she could, she wouldn't have thought whether or not she should. I hope I didn't get any poop on you. That's <laughs> an actual from quote. Show. That's not a line from that's not a line. That's not no. a quote from Jeff Goldblum. No. David Mort. <laughs> Caroline Amberson. Captain Jean-Luc Picard. And Beth Sermont. Thank you very much. Thank and to our you, other everyone. patrons. If you want to support like them, patreon.com slash your child's an idiot. And you can have your name stretched into a pretty long, stupid bit. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Now we gotta get back on the bus. Oh, and if we don't get on the bus, we are going to be cussed. Yeah, you better trust. And the other contestants trust that you're going to go bust on next.